welcome back, listeners, subscribers, YouTube viewers. With you as always, I'm Top Toes. And I'm your co-host, Annie. And thanks for tuning in to the Oh Those Toes podcast. And uh, I forgot, but also welcome to anyone picking us up for the first time. Uh, I mean, yeah, welcome. <laughs> we and if this is the first time, then you know what? Our intro was not, I didn't muck it up this time, so... Uh, I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you'll learn soon enough that we uh, can't get the intro straight no matter what. But you know. we make fun of each other. So I, I like that. I kind of like it. That's that's how we roll. Yeah. So welcome. Welcome back. Uh, for those of you who are regular listeners, we're coming off a little larger than normal break. But, um, you know, just it's still winter and crazy things happen. And we're practically hibernating yeah no but you know what though i have to commend you publicly um because you made us a really good we right we made a really good solid effort in doing what we need to do it just it wasn't in the cards for us (laughs) it's all good yeah it's all good i don't think i don't think we're losing some 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 technology issues like it was just a shit day a couple days but you know we're good we're good we're good we're here um and yeah so maybe our topic is uh kind of a week later instead of a couple days after but i think it's still floating around the internet and people are absolutely still reeling over this craziness that happened during the super bowl commercials so first of all, the Super Bowl, because I don't watch regular TV or I just don't watch commercials or radio or anything like that. So I completely had forgotten that it was the Super Bowl and the Super Bowl just like flew past us and we like scheduled some photography shoots and stuff. So I didn't even know it was a Super Bowl. It wasn't until I came across a news article that was saying that this um group this I, I guess they're christian i don't know this religious organization put out this commercial during the super bowl and how they didn't realize that it was just catering to a fetish and then they mucked it up and i was like what well i don't i did watch it live um you know i'm not an enormous football fan but i do like live sports and i usually watch the super bowl either because i go to a party or because you know it's it's a big game and also it's the day that guaranteed at least one movie trailer I'm curious about is going to happen. In this case, the, the Deadpool Wolverine movie trailer. Um, and, you know, the, the commercial premieres and, and sometimes they get utterly ridiculous. And yes, the Jesus people bought some seriously expensive airtime. Um, they, I mean, good for them that they, you know... This is what they wanted to do. I think overall, I happen to like this particular group of Jesus people. And I'm sorry I keep calling them the Jesus people, but their website is Jesus something. Um, they're they're a Christian organization trying to create a togetherness message, which I would say a lot of religions are kind of, and a lot of religious people seem to have a divisive message. And these this particular group have a... A very I do like inclusive that. message. Yes, I do like that. It was a it was about camaraderie and you know not excluding anybody. While yes, that is my problem with organized religion is that 
a lot of them, with the exception of Buddhism, are extremely like exclusive. Like you're not allowed to do certain things, look a certain way, be a certain way, and so, um, so I I do like that a lot. Um, the problem is, at the moment I saw this commercial, I was just uncomfortable. Okay, all right, let's back up a little. Um, so. Let's say someone has no idea what the heck we're talking about. If somebody has no idea what the heck we're talking about, pause this and Google the the Super Bowl Jesus commercial. Well, right. But But I'm going to describe, I'm going to describe, like, I want to go kind of like really into it and describe each scene because it's a slideshow. It is. And the first most disturbing thing about it, which dovetails into something I, I talked about recently, maybe not on the air. The entire commercial was shot, not shot, created in AI. And it had that weird air of surrealness that AI still has. Like, um, I don't know what, like overly edited pictures of a texture, (laughs) Over light. I mean, some of the AI things are still producing humans with seven fingers. This wasn't that bad, but it had that kind of surreal-esque look about it it was all right so but but before before we go on though what was see coming from a person that watched it live so i watched it looking for all of these things that this article was complaining about so so coming from a person that watched it live like what was your immediate thought one just you have that visceral feeling that it just doesn't look that it looks weirdly fake. That 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 just comes from the AI. Okay. And two, it had a, a forcedness about it. So the plot of the or the the statement that the entire ad works around is the the idea that Jesus washed uh, Jesus on the uh, the eve of his death washed the feet of his followers. It was an act of humility, and they tried to echo that in having this slideshow of different people washing other people's feet. And furthermore, they intentionally did people who would in their visual appear to be at odds with each other. And it was pushing some stereotypes, which also made it a little uncomfortable. So there's a white police officer washing the feet of a black man. Well, I have the slides here. So let me describe them as I I go, if you haven't seen it. Right, so the first slide looks like it's a family having dinner and there's an old I don't I see I, some of the references are not very clear to me so there's like this old grumpy looking man and he's getting his feet washed by maybe his punk son I, I don't know but it's a family dinner it looks like a like a really like just basic family dinner and the kid looks like he's out of place from the other, the rest of the family members. And he, he that, that's the first one. And then it goes into the next slide, which is the one that you're mentioning, which is a police officer kneeling. It looks like he's a two leader and he's washing the feet of um, this black man in a black tank and kind of, I don't know, like the dirty shoes are on the side. They're in the back of an alley. There's a, a crate and the cop is why does the cop not have shoes on uh, 
unknown. The cop and... has his boots off too. See, that's weird to me too. Why is the cop? Maybe they're washing each other's feet. Okay, whatever. I, I just don't like necessarily that. Obviously, the depiction they're trying to do is the cop watching washing the criminal's feet. But how is that man depicted as a criminal? That's where it gets again. Right. Yeah. A little so basically, like dirty chucks. Skinny jeans rolled up, a black tank, gold chain, like that could be I don't know, corn rolls or or dreads, perhaps like short, like you know. Anyway, and then the next one is the um, it's at a it takes place in from front of a family planning clinic, and on the side of that, there's a group of protesters, um, and there's a one of the protesters is washing a girl's feet. And again, the protester, no one has shoes on. The protesters don't have shoes on. And the girls obviously don't have shoes on because the woman, the Karen type woman that's protesting is washing her feet. And how can you tell from that? I couldn't tell in the in the quick roll of it live that the person washing the other person's feet was one of the protesters. It just, it appeared she more just, like two right, people. Right, so she just fit in with the protesters. Like they're wearing sweaters. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Like a BTA mom kind of a thing, you know? And so, um, yeah, it's supposed to be a protester washing the feet of a patron. Well, right. And then if you can do that, then why would you be protesting? Again, it just, yeah. it, the message is really weird. Um, And then the next slideshow is a really dirty, possibly crack house. Yeah, it is. It's a, like somebody in a crack house. There's like beer bottles and I don't know, paraphernalia everywhere. And there's a very thin, frail, dirty looking woman who's getting her feet washed by, uh, I don't know, another woman, a, a girl, a teenager, a young woman with reddish hair whose slippers are off. So that's hard to. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then the next slideshow is. I. Dude, I don't even remember seeing this one, but I took screenshots of them. It looks like an Asian woman okay. getting her feet washed. Oh, maybe it's a Native American woman getting her feet washed by a, a man in dirty coveralls at, in front of oil rigs. Okay. Oh, okay. And then there's a sign that says clean air now. Okay. So she's maybe just. Uh, okay. A, so it's, it's the protester and the oil baron. Yes, uh-huh, yeah. Uh, the environmentalist yes. and the oil, oil baron. We'll yes, uh-huh. And, um, and again, his boots are off, and, and he's, you know, washing her feet with water out of his helmet, which is, I don't know, kind of cute, actually. And then the next one is takes place in front of a bus, and I'm not sure what these people are supposed to represent. They're kind of dirty... The woman's holding the woman getting her feet washed is standing holding a, a child, an infant child, and the woman washing her feet. Uh, she's I don't know. She's got she's like a sweater mom again. She's yeah, and I I think that's kind of are they supposed to be migrants like immigrants and the homeless person something along right? Those are they? Tra- I don't know if it's they're transients or if they're like m- migrating workers. You know, like I don't know if they're immigrants or. Because, like, all their stuff is in plastic bags, and I think that would, yeah, it's going to either imply homelessness, transients, or migrants. And again, it, the, there's there's two big problems I have with the, the oh, and it's in how, Chicago, <laughs> how the concept works. One, 
some of these stereotypes are kind of awful. But at this, it, at the exact same time, and especially rolling at regular speed, it's almost impossible to pick out what these people are supposed to represent. Right. You and when you do pick out what it. they're supposed to represent, then then it's just uncomfortable in how bad the stereotypes are. Yes. Are we insulted? I know. I know. Should I be insulted? You know, or am I? I don't know. And then the next slide is um, a woman wearing a. Is it a jihad? Like the scarf hijab. that goes around. What is it hijab. called? Hijab. 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 Okay. Hijab backwards. Um, the you know, but she's like, like she's representing the Muslim community. I'm assuming. I don't know. There's there's a middle Middle Eastern looking guy standing above her, watching another woman wash his feet. Now I don't know what the deal is with the other like I don't know who the uh, the man and the woman that are washing the feet are supposed to represent. Just a regular American because they're in front of a sort of cute, adorable house and they're washing her feet with their hose. I don't know. Yeah. And um, so then you get into, okay, you, you just said it. And you <laughs> thank you for being the our, our resident brown girl actually using the phrase regular American. But that's how odd this gets. It's like you, some well, of- is it supposed to be? You know, is that the depiction of a regular quote unquote American? I, yeah like like none of these people are regular americans they every <laughs> everyone you're describing is some stripe of american it's it's very strange and then um Wait, there's more yes and then i think this might be the last one i'm not sure okay so we was just the... spent 15 minutes going over what was a 30 second commercial so now imagine if you didn't see this, right imagine how if you fast saw it live. going by and then the last one i think is it's a priest um and he's washing of roller skaters like you can see the roller skates off to the side and it it may be a gay black man it may be a trans person i don't it's not clear but it's a a black masculine figure depicted as a roller skater is definitely what we would call queer signaling i mean they have really adorable like short overalls and a cute little green V, the top that's rolled up and a little beanie. So it's it's not, you can't really say, but it's, it's, it's I, I, I think that is definitely supposed to be queer. I would call that. I'm going to be, as the queer member of our, our duo here, I'm going to call that what we say queer signaling okay. or queer coded. Um, and then, and then it's got the, it was the message, right? Jesus didn't teach hate. He washed feet. Or something like that, like and so. <laughs> okay, so now let's, let's where... bring this to us, right? So yeah. I am the um, middle-aged white man, slightly graying hair, as we know, as some of us know, as I've just explained. Um, <laughs> and although I do represent the queer component of our uh, our duo, I am pretty damn straight passing, and you are our um, resident brown girl. Yeah. So if we did something where I was barefoot washing your feet. That would be in, in the, that would have made the cut. That would have made the cut, but yeah. it also would but have made But if I was washing my... your feet, that would not have made the cut. That's true too. <laughs> That's interesting because in every depiction, the marginalized population person is the one getting their feet washed 
by the less marginalized population person. Does that make sense? It does. It does. But what I was going to say is if we did, if I was watching your feet, most people would just consider that reasonable content for any of our social media. (laughs) That would be just another pre-made video to sell. (laughs) And that brings us to why we've just spent 20 minutes describing this crazy commercial, right? Right. So the point was not to, to discuss the politics of it um, or the, really the stereotypes or, I mean, it, it, that's not what this podcast is about. We like to keep it light and fun. I think so, we needed to say what we needed to say, though. Right. We did because we described the, the scenes, right, with the slides. Um, but what made this, aside from all of that, what made this really uncomfortable for non-fetishy people is that is the ick factor that most foot fetishists have. So everybody starts, there was like a whole, um, I went into a chat group and they were like, what Jesus freak has a foot fetish, you know? And like, they were like, just, it was just clowning. It was just all making fun of a foot fetishist, you know, having been the one who made this commercial. Uh, and mainstream media picked it up that way as well. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Headlines yeah. of Jesus foot fetish commercial on the Super Bowl. Yes. Yeah. I I wish that they, I mean, I, I, I get that entire concept of, you know, um, how Jesus humbled himself by doing the, t- this act, right? We've, we've talked about it before, about how it's um, it, an act of worship. Like, that's why the quote-unquote worshiper is always kind of the sub as opposed right. to the dom. Like, we've had the, these conversations before. Um, but I was just like, I saw that, right, of uh, uh, foot fetishes commercial during the Super Bowl and I was like what Tarantino put a commercial out like what's happening right but it wasn't that obviously when I watched it and I just I feel so bad for them that their message is so um misconstrued and I also feel bad for the foot fetish community because again we're bringing light to it in a negative it's uh, another it's another the creepy foot fetishist right. comment in the media. That's the right. That's the highlight of it is like, oh, creepy foot fetish commercial ruins the Super Bowl, you know. Um, so, oh, come coming, on, the Duncan ad was terrible. <laughs> I didn't see any of the other ads. Okay, but you know what? Um, I'm gonna ask you something as a foot fetishist. I'm gonna ask you how, once you think about for just a second, as a foot fetishist, how does this commercial make you feel? And I think we should listen to that response in just a few seconds when we come back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so as a foot fetishist, how did the commercial make me feel? Um, Literally watching it, I did not at all take any foot fetishing notes from it. 
like it didn't feel fetishy to me. So um, when you like at the end of the night when you were done watching all the commercials, you were not like, oh shit, we gotta talk about this on the podcast. Because what triggered it for me was that 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 um article. Yeah. Uh, it the commercial and foot fetish did not click in my mind until Monday when Facebook and Twitter started putting the foot fetish label on that commercial. My initial reactions to that commercial were just that it had a really disturbing, surreal, it was just cringe feel about it. Yeah, it was just it cringe. Was, it was cringe. So I mean, I get the message, cringe. but it was cringe. It was cringe. And on Monday, when I saw that it got labeled with, with our community, then that doubled the cringe. Because the one thing I hate is when we, when our community gets labeled with cringe. And if we say cringe one more time, I have to give up my Gen X card because I am not a millennial. That's not my <laughs> word. Um, what, what, what would you say that it was, it was ick it was gross it was i don't know i don't i don't just uncomfortable <laughs> yes i think uncomfortable was the word i used but in the thoughts thereafter yeah one i'm just upset that we're now labeled again with something that was that uncomfortable and weirdly done and unfortunately laden with bad stereotypes but yeah, also i think that's the worst part about it like also, you start thinking forward and you're like, okay, they did this entirely in AI. And that makes me just worry that when, when becomes the point when we'll be cruising Twitter, Instagram, or worse, uh, loyal fans, only fans, unfiltered, and discover that somebody's freaking generating AI for our community. Well, you know, there are a couple of OnlyFans pages that um, are, are gi- they're giantess, um, they're macrophilia pages, mm-hmm. and the quote-unquote star is is completely fake. I mean, the whole thing, they're all AI-generated. It's all graphic. We know art. people who did that with three-dimensional art and various graphic artists no but this is this is like an entire OnlyFans page like she has a name uh, age height uh likes and dislikes they created this it's entire entirely AI generated they created and an ai does, avatar yeah and, she does and things now they like, just start feeding scenarios into the ai and having them produced yes and people, it was really expensive. I remember it was like $30 or something for a month for it. And Don't get us, me wrong. It's kind of hot, right? Like it's, I mean, look, and, and it, I mean, it's a bad example because obviously there isn't anyone out there that can really be an actual giantess. So any giantess. Yes, so you're going to deal in photo manipulation. Yes. But photo manipulators are doing art. They are performing the act. They aren't typing words into an engine and having an output. And the more you do AI, the less words you have to type into the engine. I don't know. I, as an artist, as a musician, artist, podcaster, artist, and formerly, I haven't done it in a while. I haven't put pencil to paper, but, you know, sketch and, and um, charcoal artist back in a former life of mine. I don't like AI for that reason. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I agree. I you agree. know, imagine we just voice banked ourselves and threw a question to an AI and had the AI spit out our responses from our voice bank. <laughs> I mean, well, we wouldn't have to worry so much about trying to get together and schedule times to podcast. Right. <laughs> but it's not that crazy a thought. It is, it's just so unoriginal, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm scared by that to some degree. I think I would have preferred if the AI, I mean, whatever, they could use a fucking cartoon for all I care. But I think I would have been a lot more comfortable if they maybe used one or two of the foot washing images, but then also incorporated some others, like maybe a young person, an old person helping a young person you know, that's tripped and fallen. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. A, a woman holding the, the door open for an old that, man. That's uh, true, too. There's so this... many other examples of Jesus you could have used to do the entire thing fixating on the foot washing, made the foot washing uncomfortably repetitive, uncomfortable for us as foot fetishists, and uncomfortable for the non-foot fetishists, thus labeling it as a foot fetish commercial. Right. Because it was all feet. And then they did the thing. Jesus didn't hate. He washed feet. Like, of all the things Jesus did, this is what you want to say. That he washed feet. So. <laughs> Just call me Jesus. I'm well, going to call you I'm, Jesus. I'm gonna, you wash call... feet all the time. <laughs> all right. So. If, if... <laughs> Speaking if of the only thing Jesus did was apparently <laughs> just encourage all the foot washing. What about when you're just in a place where it's nothing but the foot worshiping? Well, what if what if you like dirty feet? <laughs> <laughs> well, dirty, clean, um, you know, what have you? Uh, within the past couple of weeks, I know we've both been in rooms full. So let's let's go there. Let's give some interesting <laughs> stories that aren't CGI generated, don't have Jesus attached, and are about non. Are, 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 they're about clean and dirty feet. How about that? <laughs> so oh what gosh. did you get up to? Uh, I mean, other than spending twenty minutes discussing. Uh, yucky <laughs> Super Bowl commercial um, last week was it last week? I don't know um, we had the uh, Texas foot parties you know which we uh, when we had our friend Souls Scream on we talked about um, and it was actually a lot of fun I posted just like one or two pictures on Instagram and Twitter or X whatever Um and, but it was a lot of fun. It was a good turnout. Um, and you know what? You had said something about there being like 15 to 20 models. And it's actually more like 25 to 30. Oh, wow. Yeah. I decided. So I was like, what is that, that number? even more than you can the Creepy Jesus commercial. Oh, for sure. For sure. That commercial would have been, you know, much, much longer than that. <laughs> um. One of the stereotypes that we do deal with at the Texas Foot Party is the whole dom sub thing there are many many boys who go to these parties to get stomped on and trampled on and i mean they really want to be treated like little dogs and furniture which is great to see live like as a foot fetishist it's fantastic 
to watch live. Um, so there was a there was a, a really nice variety at this last party for sure. A variety of women, a variety of guests, a variety of things going on. Like there's a lot of stuff to look at. So there are people that go there and they just I mean not the not the models. The models are there to work and you know be worshipped. <laughs> Um, but the, the, the guests, the gentlemen that paid to go in, sometimes they didn't do any worshiping at all. Sometimes they just kind of hang out and eat free food and, and watch. Watch other people's scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I found um, myself doing that recently. Yeah. This time you weren't, uh, uh, so, you know, cause the last time we talked about it, you were like, oh shit, I ended up, uh, you know, hanging around, like literally, you know hanging around and uh walking around naked and you know having sex and whatever in public so yeah but i I didn't get into the the foot fetish part of the the night um i actually missed my own opportunity um but so now i've talked to some of these people since and i I feel a little more comfortable dropping some uh, some other information so um there this party had a a featured pole dancer Uh, apparently She's had a lot of them. Uh, and I was struck up a conversation with her. And I said, okay, so at some point before the end of the night, when you're ready to kick those uh, ridiculous platforms off, you know, you got a foot rub coming from me. And didn't happen timing-wise. Um, touch base. Oh, you're busy doing other stuff. Touch base with her. Found her on social media. Touch base with her since. And, uh, you know, the, the rain check will be cashed on that. But I did find that, one, the party is actually run by a guy who is a foot fetishist. Even though it's more an open BDSM party, now I know there will all be, always be some sort of foot fetish element to it. because the guy Oh, running, nice! Um, and he posts cool. it to New York City Foot Fetish as well as some of the other uh, events group pages on FetLife. So that's good to know. Um, but yeah, I, I think I mentioned that the the one of the keys is the bartenders like to kind of rotate their shifts. There's two bartenders, and sometimes they overlap, but the one will take a break, then they'll both work together, and then another will take a break. And yeah. one of the things that will they they guaranteed get a foot rub or foot worship when they're taking a break from being behind the bar. And I did find myself just kind of voyeuring that whole situation. Um, for whatever oh, nice. reason, I wasn't necessarily looking to jump in on it at that point, but yeah, why not? I mean, voyeur is its own fetish and has a place in the kink community for sure. And I think, and so does exhibitionist. And I think going to something like that to watch other people do something is kink valid for sure. Now, I've never had the experience of being an exhibitionist because I'm, I'm really not like I just at least not me. Right. So if, if I'm doming and there's a, a sub in a public place that wants to be publicly humiliated, I don't have a problem doing that at all. But as far as me personally, like my body, my, you know, just kind of doing things and other people watching, like I, I just, it's just not something that I, that I think I'll enjoy. Right. But I did get a chance um, this at the last party because 
um, my feet were really hurting. I was in really high heels all night. And I, um, I, at the request of bottom drawer photos, my husband, um, Ed, former guest of ours, um, you know, he, he said something like, you should let, you should have Ed rub your feet. Cause you know, my husband was busy being a photographer and security and whatever. And um, so I was like, yeah, 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 we'll find some lotion and I'll have him rub my feet. And, um, and then we got busy and then I'm running around and then I'm doing, and so at some point, Ed just kind of grabs my hand and says, come on, come sit, come over here, come sit with me. So I thought he was going to use me for a photo shoot or something. So I'm like, oh, okay. So I go and I sit in front of the TFP, you know, with the TFP background, like the curtain and everything. Oh, they, and they've got a, a, a backdrop now? They did. They they have had some amazing upgrades. I mean, really, it was like fancy schmancy. Oh, so we even like, have you can do those red carpet style photos now, where you put yes. people in front of the backdrop. Awesome. Yes, that's exactly what we did. Um, yeah, they even have like PFP mints and stuff. They're so cute. They're just so adorable. Um, yeah, there were TFP cups and plates and the bowls and. Um, there's just a lot of branding, a lot of marketing was very cool. Anyway, I digress. So, um, so Ed pulls me to the chair and which I thought kind of was a weird place, but you know, whatever. Um, and he rubs my feet, which by the way, was one of the most amazing foot rubs I've ever received. And it's probably because he's been involved in physical therapy in some shape or form. I don't recall the whole story, but yeah, a, a little bit of, uh, a kinesiology background and also yes what, absolutely yeah so it was amazing no i'm sorry ed but ed's been in the scene <laughs> longer than a lot of our listeners have been alive. i mean yeah he's definitely he's definitely not new you know no, so definitely experience you put those but... two together and he also just he seems like he's a listener like he's he knows to the the subtle cues and how to adapt and, and adjust you know the old man has game yes I mean, the old man has game. He knows what the fuck he's doing in basically every aspect of his, you know, fetishy life. And he, I mean, he's a foot fetishist, so of course. Anyway, um, but yeah, so so he gave me a foot rub and, um, you know, the husband is like, oh, let me get some photos. And we're like, okay. And so, you know, the foot rub turns into, I was like, okay, well, let me just, you know, put my feet in your face here. And and he's like, okay, yeah, go for it. So I put my feet in his face, and we get the pictures. And then I don't know, you know how things things go. Before you know it, I'm like gagging him with my feet, and you know, there's some people definitely watching, you know, and the husband is watching, and it was a, a little nerve wracking for me. I'm not an exhibitionist, but um, it was nice that those people around me were enjoying it it was nice so i i couldn't get sort of um like it wasn't it was extremely sensual and it was great and it felt really nice um but i just refused to completely let go and get turned on in front of all those people and i think that's the part of like that, that's the part that I have a problem dealing with. That's, I just, it's super personal. Like I just, you know, yeah, that's... but it was great foot worship. It was hindsight. We should have recorded it, but we didn't. We we're just having too much fun. It was fucking fantastic though. That's, that's all. You, I mean, that's the bottom line. Was it fun? 
Yeah. Oh God, yeah. Did you enjoy it, it? it felt really good and absolutely enjoyed Did, it. Were yeah. you bothered by the fact that there was a crowd gathering to watch? I mean, it wasn't a big crowd, so no. Had it been a big crowd, maybe, or or I don't know, the other way around, right? Maybe had it been a big crowd, a big crowd, I would have, uh, I would have been on. Been said, oh, okay, like it's a show. Let's do to, that. That's actually the way I used to play. What I um, feel when I performed as a musician, it was it's very strange. Some people get stage fright, and for me, the more the crowd is, the more I play off of them. Um, right. So, so then in that case, it wouldn't have been a more intimate thing, right? right? It would, it would have just been a show. So I think I'm comfortable putting on a show and thank you for kind of, um, helping your brain me that with that thought. Um, but yeah, I think I would have, I definitely would, I'm comfortable maybe putting on a show. Um, not so comfortable if, if it involves me, my vulnerability and, you know, mm. being all out on display. I just don't know. So I don't know that I would be, I think this is why I would not be a good sub. I just yeah. couldn't get and, into that. Headspace. And likely why you're not going to cross over into like the public play dungeon space kind of world. I think in that, in that case, in that case, I might just be a voyeur. You know? mm. <laughs> yeah. So I, I mean, don't get me wrong though. If we were, you know, if I were at your club and, you know, you need a good spanking, I'd spank you. I'd spank the hell well, out of I you. Think, I think that's the other kind of, the other way you could have answered that is you'd be much more interested in public play if you were in the dom side of it or in your yeah. dom oh mode my God, yes. than yeah, in a absolutely. submissive or vulnerable side of it. Yeah. So yeah. either. And which also explains actually why it bothers me so much when the husband spanks me, like, at a grocery store, even at the parties where people are walking around half naked, you know? Right. Um, if he spanks me, I'm like, what are you about to stop? And he's like, what? Why are you all of a sudden? He's like, why is this such a problem all of a sudden? Why are you such a prude? And I'm like, it's, and then I think about it. It's not that I'm a prude. I just, I'm working. Okay. I'm working. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, um, that, that part of the dynamic, I'm glad that, I mean, I did have a good time when I was at TFP and yes, I was, you know, volunteering, working for them, but um, I'm very much this, this winter enjoying getting out into the play spaces and getting out into the, even just the munch spaces, just reconnecting with the kink community. Um, have you how have your munches been going well i so i uh, only had january so far it's just a monthly but i finally i brought back a munch that i was running pre-covid and it's back and the january you know outing for the first time in a few years was i don't even want to say it was small i think it was exactly the number of people we would have liked to have that it was just just small enough to be intimate just big enough that it was a lot of people meeting a lot of people for the first time. Okay. Uh, I think so it, it wasn't was, overwhelming. It wasn't overwhelming, yes. but it wasn't, it didn't feel too small either. I think it just came out to the absolute perfect number of people and a nice combination of very seasoned people and a few people, at least one person who was literally their first kink event ever. They rolled the dice Aww. on our munch for the first time. And the funny thing is she walked in, in um, pattern net tights, so they were, I think you've seen the tights before the, um, there's sort of a fish netty, but then there's a, a woven pattern of a snake down. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes gotcha. A lot yeah. of us have seen those tights and yeah. being the foot fetishist, I, I accidentally fell into the trap that we tell people not to do, but 
I was also the host, so I was trying to be, don't be the one to accidentally creep out the new girl. So I avoided making a comment about the tights and just talked to her in the much more open and generic. And about five people later, having introduced themselves to her, somebody finally made the comment and three of us immediately said, oh, I was going to, I just didn't want to to push that boundary. <laughs> And so I think I found out. I was out going to, but I didn't want to be a creepy foot guy. <laughs> at least three of us at that munch were in the the feet, legs, tights, fetishy realm. Now you don't have to say who, but did you have a partner there with you? Um, like yes. you know, like a, okay. So I well, I have found... a I, I have a co co host on this anyway. So yeah. Okay, of of the opposite sex? Correct. Okay. So, yeah. So, in those cases, it's always... This is why Bottom Drawer kind of uses me a little bit. Because if he approaches a model and says, Oh, my gosh, your ass looks fantastic in that outfit. Like, he's a perv. And I know everyone is a perv at these parties. I mean, that's why we're there, right? But it just it's almost like you're teetering like you don't want to be disrespectful i think if i can use your word we are all pervs that's why we're there but in a (laughs) lot of these situations especially a munch you don't want to perv verb yes yeah Uh, something interesting not not so obviously perv like you right you know feel the room like see what the what's going on there like is everybody talking about blowjobs let's talk about blowjobs you know everybody's talking about taking it up the ass and yes let's continue the conversation but pink academy is a great page i follow on a bunch of social media and i repost them and i have for years now because they have much better generic kink advice than i can ever give and kink academy had a post just a couple days ago a pervert is anyone who's just slightly kinkier than you are I love that. I think you have to ask them because I think it's their quote, but I think that would be an amazing t-shirt. Maybe on the back of an Odo's Toes t-shirt. We'll get, maybe we should ask them to be, you know, guests on the show one day or something. And that wouldn't be a bad idea. I mean, yeah. whoever is running that, if whether it be a person or multiple people is insanely knowledgeable makes us sound like we entered the scene two days ago. Um, so, yeah, I would love for some representative of Kink Academy to come on the show and yeah, let's, uh, promote let's their Let's make stuff. that happen. Let's make that happen. So, but, yeah, so we use, I think, you know, having the feminine touch there kind of softens the blow a bit. So when I tell, you know, this is how you ended up spanking Goddess C. Shout out to Goddess C. Um S-I-I. Um, yeah, but she was wearing this phenomenal, like, kind of a thong one-piece in these incredible high heels, which just made her legs and ass look amazing. And she has the most perfect ass. And so I was like, you know, it was like, as a, you know, I, I have a hard time. Like, I'm working. And I'm having a hard time when you walk by me, like, not just smacking your ass. I'm like, how do people contain themselves like do you like does that happen to you and it was just really really funny conversation that we were having and um and so she says well you can go ahead if you feel like it and I was like what really I can spank you she's like yeah 
so she like leans over and I got some really good ones in. But had I been, you know, a male, had I had I I wouldn't have been able to do that. Like my my husband would not have been able to do that. So sometimes having, you know, your partner or your co-host or, you know, whatever, like maybe they could have brought up like the whole like, oh, my God, I love your tights. My partner is a tights fetishist or a pantyhose fetishist or whatever. We we were just the, the group had expanded just big enough to be in two slight two adjacent spaces. So we were kind of right, yeah. splitting, splitting time and being good hosts all the way around. So, you know, right, yeah. but I, the other thing where you just said you were able, you know, by having the polite part of the conversation, you got the invitation to spank. By having right. the polite part of the conversation that wasn't being a total yes. curve, it's one of like, the guys you know, that was there, not me, but one of the guys that was there was invited, well, if you want to rub my feet, you can. Still, right, exactly. There but had you gone right up to her and said, oh my gosh, I love your ties. I love, I have a pantyhose fetish. Can I rub your feet? Um... Maybe not, sir. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, perv, right? <laughs> uh, there's our advice for the, for the week. Have a bit of have a bit of chill, and it works out for you. Uh, yeah, that's our advice to people making Jesus foot fetish AI commercials. If you have oh. a bit of chill, it might work out for you. But that commercial had no chill. Balance. It's all about balance. It is all the... about balance, and yeah. so. There's our advice to you as we close out. <laughs> Thank you, as hey. always, for joining us. Um, always check out uh, the website at ohthosetoes.com. We have links to guests when we have guests and all kinds of things. Uh, if we can find it, we'll maybe link um, a v- the YouTube of this crazy commercial we spent half an episode talking about. I mean, do we really have to link that? I'd rather not. Okay, we won't. We're not I mean, work. we can, we can, but you know, it's on YouTube. You just put in foot fetish. Super Bowl. Our listeners are on YouTube already, so right, know, just just yeah. look it up. <laughs> You'll be sorry, but, but do it anyway. You know, um, please excuse any political incorrectness that we you know have on this show. We certainly don't mean to offend or insult anyone, um, but also, you know, this is a foot fetish podcast and it's not filtered and it's not edited. And I mean, we say what we say. Yeah. And if, <laughs> if your religious organization going to put out a commercial full of feet, we'll probably talk about you. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> don't, get, don't get mad when we talk shit. <laughs> All right, guys, on that note, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate your time and um, we'll see you next week. Hopefully. And as always, if for some odd reason you've been masturbating this whole time, you are welcome. Very welcome. (laughs) Bye. Bye.